Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to Chumba. ChumbaCasino.com and give them a world. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Thanks for tuning in to Underground USA. My name is Frank Salato. Be sure to check out everything we do over at undergroundusa.com. Sign up for the mail-out so that we have a direct line to you, so that we can circumvent the Nazis of Silicon Valley should they decide to, to uh, you know, explode the Death Star. Here's another one of my twice-weekly segments with Matt Bruce on the Captain's America Third Watch, broadcast on Salem and the Genesis Communications Networks to over 2 million people every night. Alrighty, Frank Salvato from the UndergroundUSA.com website and podcast is with us. Good morning, Frank. Mr. Captain. We've got so, so, so much going on right now, uh, thanks to President Joe Biden and uh, the the uh, uh, <laughs> the but the uh, problem in Kabul, the problem at Bagram. Should we have been there? Shouldn't we have been there? And uh, it seems like the Taliban are listening to us and uh, we're listening to ourselves talk because uh, Joe Biden says something and five minutes later there's a reaction. Well, yeah, the Taliban actually has a plan. You know, they actually have a plan for what they wanted to do over there. and That was to retake the country. And they're practicing a little bit of what's called altakia, which is which is lying to your enemy in order to advance your own goals in Islam. It's 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 considered um, virtuous to do that in the Quran, as long as Islam is being served, uh, and if you feel you're under threat. So they're saying things in, in response to what we what the U.S. is saying, what the West is saying, in order to buy time to lock things down. You know, we heard that declaration the very first day that they took the presidential palace in Kabul uh, about, well, we're going to have an inclusive government and women are no longer going to be the victims and we're even going to encourage women to actually uh, take part in government. You know, so we had our in just incredulously stupid response from the State Department and from, from those in the Biden administration, even the Pentagon, about well, we're kind of hopeful that uh, Taliban turned the corner and they're going to respect women now and it's going to be an inclusive government. Here's something for everybody to understand. The Taliban is not woke. They're never going to be woke. They don't want to be woke. 
they understand that being woke is to be stupid, mm-hmm. you know. But we're just we're just sucking it all in. We we look at them through Western eyes, and and think that they want to be a part of the Western world. They don't. So while we sat here debating about whether they turned a corner, they're already executing women for not wearing burqas. Mm-hmm. They're already saying that if they find Christians that, that, that acknowledge Christians in the streets, they're going to be burnt alive. Mm-hmm. They're executing people in stadiums already, right outside the gates of the airport in Kabul, where our guys are on the inside of the gates, restricted not being able to shoot outside the gates. The Taliban is beating and shooting people right outside those gates. Yep. But for some bizarre reason... Our State Department and our Pentagon and our president just doesn't really, they don't seem to grasp that these people are the barbarians that they actually are because they said the right buzzword. Mm-hmm. It's going to be inclusive. Mm-hmm. Now, the last unconquered Afghan province known as Panjshir, which translates to the five lions from Persia, has never been conquered either by foreigners, the Taliban, the Afghans, the Russians, and it remains a fully liberated zone. Now, if the Taliban decides to take on that zone, uh, free province, that lone free province, the Islamic extremists are going to be met by armed, fiercely independent forces who, unlike the rest of the country, won't fold up like some sort of cheap lawn chair. Now, this is where the headquarters of the Northern Alliance was, and they've reformed themselves there. That's where they're going to be operating out of, and this is going to be something interesting to watch. No, it's going to be interesting because there's a there's a new card in the deck, and it's called China. Yep. Okay, the, the Taliban has been making nicey-nice with China, and China has been making nicey-nice with the Taliban because they see the minerals, uh, especially lithium. Yep. Afghanistan is, is just rich in, in raw, raw mineral assets. There. It's unbelievable. Um, so, you know, they're going to worry. Taliban's going to worry about getting Kabul in line, making sure the West is expunged from the rest of the country. And when China comes in to start strip mining all of the all of the raw minerals that are in there mm-hmm. in Afghanistan, the Taliban is going to look at China and say, you know, in order for in order for you to do this and to make our partnership okay, you gotta help us with the Northern Alliance. <laughs> and yep. you know, China doesn't stop short. All right, hold that thought. Folks, we're coming right back with more on the Captain's America Third Watch. It is a beautiful day in the morning. The weather, 80 degrees, almost clear skies out there. A picture-perfect day. And we're coming right back with more on the Captain's America Third Watch and Frank Sobato. This is the Captain's America Third Watch. Did you know that Yopon is the only tea plant indigenous to the United States? Hi, I'm CJ, the owner of Emerald Coast Tea Company. We have a line of Yopon teas and Yopon tea blends that will open your eyes to tea that is literally made in the USA. Check out our entire line of teas at www.emeraldcoastteacompany.com. Honey, this ain't your mama's tea. AM 930. 
The Answer. Online at TheAnswerSarasota.com. AM 930, The Answer. All right, back to Frank Silvato from the UndergroundUSA.com website. And uh, he does a great podcast over there, too. Right, Frank? Well, I do my best. <laughs> I've got, I've got, I've got uh, a good company that I talk to over there from time to time. So, yep, I know that feeling. I know that feeling. It used to, you know, when I was on during the daytime, I did prime time mornings, prime time uh, or mid mornings rather. I did afternoons. Was in the Rush Limbaugh time slot. Went up against him. By the way, that was kind of funny because we actually got an Arbitron rating back to back. Myself and Chris Markowski we were on the same station. I did it. Uh, from noon to two, and he did it from two to four. And during that four-hour block, when Limbaugh was on, uh, we actually got an Arbitron rating at a small market station. Hey, we could mm-hmm. see that's something that you frame and put on the wall, babe. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, it's just unbelievable what's going on in uh, these Taliban people who aren't killing anybody, according to Joe Biden. Uh, he yeah. said, "God, God, uh, forgive me if that if that's not the case." They're going door to door, for God's sakes. They're killing the, the male of the house, and then they're taking the women. You said it's a conquest? Is that what I heard you say? Yeah. They're going they're going door to door in many of the, uh, the already solidly controlled provinces, and they're looking for the people who are cooperating with the West. Uh, they've got the paperwork on it because everybody from the Afghan army just split. You know, it's, everything was just when when the West left and and the Afghan army left, they they left all the intelligence paper too. Nothing was really burned. So they're finding these people who are cooperating with the West, and they are killing the males and they are taking the females. And a female over the age of twelve, and I believe under the age of forty, is being taken as a war conquest. And if you understand Islam at all, especially. Devout Islam, that's what these people are. They're not radicals, they're devout. They follow the, the word of the Koran by the letter. Mm-hmm. Women women are possessions. They're worth half that of a man. Um, they are to their property, their chattel. So they don't see anything wrong with taking, a, taking any female as property, and that's what they're doing. The, the people who help the West, the males being murdered, and the females are being taken as poor concubines. Wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah, it's it's unbelievable. And you know what you don't hear? You don't hear the Me Too movement saying anything about it. You don't hear nope. the National Organization for Women saying about it. Nope. You don't hear any of the reprobates in Congress who are spewing their stuff about reparations and slavery. You don't hear anybody talking about this. Nope. You know, this this is real time stuff. This is it matters stuff. This is, it's time to put it all on the line stuff. And there's nothing but crickets from these hypocrites. Yep, you're absolutely right. And folks, I'm talking to Frank Silvato from the UndergroundUSA.com website. Go over there, check it out. Well, you know, the Pentagon has come out and uh, looking at, uh, when, when Austin was asked a question the other day about this, how many people are in uh, Afghanistan, how many Americans are there, he looked over to uh, his press guy, looked over to Millie, and neither one of them had any idea to how to answer this. They got no idea how many Americans are trapped there. They've got no idea how many Americans are trapped there. They have no plan to get them out. You've got private organizations like the Nazarene Fund, who who have raised almost twenty million dollars in two days 
to bring private airplanes over there to help people get evacuated. They're getting they're getting contact from inside the country saying people are stuck. But our Pentagon and our State Department can't figure it out. I mean, th- this defies reality. The inept and, and uncaring response that's coming from our federal government about this is stunning. Who have we become as a people to elect people like this who don't give a damn about sacrificing an entire country? Meanwhile, our president's talking about going after governors because they're not wearing masks. He wants to pivot back to COVID because he's got a little bit more control over it. We, you know, I love my country. But I am absolutely ashamed of our government. I, I have never been more repulsed by a, by a gaggle of, of opportunistic, self-absorbed, self-centered politicians in my life. There are people getting slaughtered in real time, and, and they're in Where are the resignations, Matt? Hmm, there aren't in, any. In, in, day, in days past, if you had a... a, a Chairman of a Joint Chiefs who didn't know his ass from the hole in the ground and got his butt handed to him like, like, like this guy did, he would have resigned. Right. The Secretary of Defense would have resigned. You're the right. Secretary of State would have resigned. Mm-hmm. But these jerks just, well, we're just going to keep going along. Boy, we didn't see that coming. Well, that was your job to see it coming. Now, did you see Joe Biden with uh, Steffi Stephanopoulos, his little interview? Sure. I saw I, I saw I saw incredibly egregious clips where he didn't seem to care that people were falling off of airplanes. No, nope. oh, it was just it was three five days ago. Who cares? Mm-hmm. But also, he had twenty minutes of mistakes or twenty mistakes rather uh, on the uh, the bumbling Afghanistan interview. I saw the whole. I didn't see the whole tape, but I've got the uh, the transcript. You know, from all of the stuff that took place. And uh, right. unbelievable, just unbelievable. The guy is lost in space somewhere. Well, I mean, you know, regardless of why he is it, you know, I'm still a uh, proponent of the theory that he had a pretty serious stroke during the campaign, and they they did everything to make sure that he could he could function on some level. But you can't have this. We we need a leader. A, a, a true leader would have would have put notice on the Taliban. You violated everything you said when we said we were going to agree to pull out. Now you're going to back off while we get our people out, and if you don't, we're going to come back there, and we're going to hit you so hard it's going to blast you back into the Stone Age. That's what a real leader would do. Instead, we've got we've got a president who wants to re-talk about COVID masks, even though they just don't work. And we've got a, a, a Secretary of Defense who says, well, we don't have the capability to go in there and get our people out. We're the United States military. We've got the capability to go in there and do any damn thing we want to. We just don't have the heart to do it because we've got leaders who shouldn't be in the positions that they're in. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We've got Mary in the telephone here. Let's go over there. Good morning, Mary. What's going on? Good morning. Uh, I noticed with um, CNN last night where they did probably 20 minutes on Afghanistan for starters, but then they had to pivot to the uh, bomber guy in D.C., and, of course, it turns out to be a white guy with a kind of like big pickup truck with mud on it. And it seems like... um, Okay, make it quick. 
They're going to make the Department of Homeland Security an issue with domestic terrorism. All right. Got to go. All right. Thanks. Got to go. And, Frank, can you stick around? You bet. All right. Hold on. Folks, we'll be right back with Frank Salvato. Mary got cut off by the computer, and I'm going to get cut off if I don't go. So I'll be right back. You're listening to the Captain's America Third Watch, heard live right here on this station from 2 to 6 a.m. Eastern Time, overnight Monday through Saturday. Call 877-969-8600 and tell us what's on your mind. When the framers created the Republic, through the codification of the U.S. Constitution and soon after the Bill of Rights, they understood that the documents put the newly created government on notice that it had limitations and boundaries that it was not the lord of the people, rather, the people were the lords of the government. But 232 years on, our rights are not so assumed. The federal government has overreached to a point where it is tantamount to despotic and bureaucratic, devoid of true representation of its people. In the new Concept Action White Paper, Saving the Great American Experiment, now available on Kindle Vela, I explain how we can arrive at a place where the divided American people can begin to heal, a place where the intensity and the power of the divide serves not to destroy, but to rejuvenate the idea of a true union of states. Please go to undergroundusa.com and hover over Goodreads to access the direct link to the Kindle Vela store. Then share that link with family and friends. Let's defeat those who seek to conquer us through divide. We can become e pluribus unum again. And the solution found in saving the great American experiment is how. AM 930, the answer. This is Frank Salvato from Underground USA, and you're listening to the Captain's America Third Watch with Matt Bruce. Heard by over 2 million people coast to coast and around the world every night. Captain, let's do it. Well, we are going to do it, and this uh, portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there at Everglades Equipment. Now, you know, there are four dealers around the state of Florida, and if you can hear me right now, you're listening to me on one of those stations near those dealerships. All right, Frank Silvato, UndergroundUSA.com, back with us. Hey, Frank. Hey, Mr. Captain. Hey, I want to I want to touch on something that Mary said That's right. right before the break. Mm-hmm. She's she's absolutely spot on. The media is going to run interference for this administration and their ineptness, and they need something to pivot on. So they're going to try and keep this dead dog of a of a subject going. That white supremacy is the biggest threat, but it's it's just not playing in Peoria. The country right now is seeing what's happening unfold in Afghanistan. Mm -hmm. They know that the Taliban gave safe harbor to al-Qaeda. They know that the conquest of Afghanistan is emboldened to every other Islamo-fascist terror group on the planet. And they know that the borders are open. And they know that the biggest threat that faces the United States right now is an insurgence of Islamo-fascist terrorism as we approach the 20th anniversary of 9-11 with the Taliban back in control of Afghanistan. I agree. And what are we going to do about it? Well, if, if you're Mr. Biden, you're just going to make sure they're all wearing masks. Because that's the most important thing there is, is people wearing masks. Yeah. you, you got to wear a mask. And we're going to punish people who don't wear masks. Pay no attention to the slaughter happening in the Middle East. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's that was unavoidable. Chaos happens. We leave weapons. It doesn't matter. 
you know, it's just typical. And by the way, it's Trump's fault anyway. But make sure you're wearing a mask. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. Okay, now we were going to talk about this, and we're going to talk about it again right now. The United Kingdom, of all places, the embarrassment on the world stage continues under Joe Biden following the total collapse of Afghanistan. And while in the midst of an ongoing dangerously chaotic evacuation, the United Kingdom and their parliament has voted to hold the president of the United States, Joe Biden, in contempt. That came after several impassioned denunciations on the floor that uh, were mentioned. And by the way, uh, one of them was by a uh, our Afghan war vet who had had his boots on the country there and now was serving as a member of parliament. But we absolutely, when we bailed out of Afghanistan we and didn't tell anybody, we absolutely left the British uh, hanging on a thread. They had no idea. Yeah, and, and they have every right to be pissed about it. And, and I'm glad they took that, that, that vote of condemnation. You know, that has never happened before, ever. Nope. In, in the history of our alliance, that has never happened before. It, it's about time that people on the world stage realize what a moron this guy is. Mm-hmm. Who leaves an ally in the field and doesn't tell them? Nobody. Who does that? Nobody. Nobody. You know. This is if if this isn't ineptitude, it is arrogance on a level that warrants impeachment all the way around. Mm-hmm. And, and quite honestly, if they're going to impeach him, they better impeach Kamala Harris at the same time, mm-hmm. because she was the last person that he talked to before the. She was the last person that talked to the president before the pullout. She had her moment. She could have rebelled. She could have gone to members of Congress. She yep. could have gone to the media. Yep. To say you, what we're doing is wrong, but she didn't. Now you heard all about Joe Biden saying that he had no pre-warning about the fact that the Taliban were on the march, yeah. or that they had this and they had that, and it goes back to something that was said on July the eighth when he gave some sort of stupid response. But going back to the middle of June, we now know that U.S. diplomats were warned. The State Department was warned of a swift Taliban takeover coming in July because of what they were doing and where they were at strategically. When we, we, we talked about this during the Obama administration, when he set a time, a, a, a timeline for, for, for troops leaving, you don't telegraph when you're going to depart. You don't tell your enemy. You don't tell anybody. That's, that's something that's kept very close to the vest. The Taliban had time to stage, to make plans, and as as everything drew down, they just took what they would take. You know, you and I were talking about what the Taliban were, how they were making advances well before June. Right. We were talking about how they were they were they were concentrating and they were incrementally moving forward as our forces pulled back. We were talking about how they were taking province after province, how how they were how they were slaughtering people in their path. So if we knew about it, how could the almighty State Department and Pentagon not know about it? How could our commander-in-chief not know about it? Do we have an intelligence community, or mm-hmm. did he not listen to them? No, you know, we, we you, do. You, you, you want to have, have a probe? If Congress wants to have a probe on something, how about looking into this and being honest about it instead of making politics everything that happens? Nancy Pelosi, 
the statement that she made about, oh, well, yeah, when you have withdrawal, you just leave all your stuff. What an idiot. She should be impeached immediately as, as a Speaker of the House. The Democrats should remove her immediately for something so ignorant. You know, but they won't do it because everything's about politics. Nothing can be about what's right and wrong anymore. It's whether you win on the political arena. What a bunch of pukes these people are. And then there's Kamala Harris, who, by the way, they talked about Joe Biden being underwater with his uh, uh, job performance numbers and his popularity. And that's true. But Kamala's worse off than he is because wait till you hear this one. Kamala's down to 43 percent on her job approval. And 55% do not believe that she can do the job, not only as vice president, but God forbid, president. So she's underwater by some 12%. Both of them are underwater. Now, I'm being told, and I'm going to ask you about this, I'm being told that there's a strong possibility if they drop off the charts down to uh, less than 40%, especially Joe Biden, that you might see a move to get him out of office and, and replace him with Kamala and then work on the vice president's spot for 2022? Well, I, I, it's quite, quite honestly, unless you remove the apparatuses behind these two people, nothing's going to change because they're both puppets. Mm-hmm. What, what should shock everybody is that these people have 40, even 40% of the people in the country still supporting them. That's how stupid our electorate has become. You can see the, the, the repercussion, higher prices everywhere, less freedom, uh, food shortages, water shortages. You, you've, you've got borders wide open and mismanaged. You've got the U.S. military pulling out of places and whole countries being threatened with slaughter, especially the women. The women are doomed over there. Mm-hmm. And, and you've got 40% saying that they approve of this guy's job rating? How incredibly stupid have we become? Mm-hmm. Well, President Biden defending his decision to pull U.S. forces out of Afghanistan, but the problem is not that he pulled them out, but rather how he went about doing it. Absolutely. You, you need to have a, co- a, co- a comprehensive and cohesive plan any time you're leaving someplace with a military that's, that's held for 20 years. But they had 20 years to put one into place. Yeah. They had 20 years to put into place. Now, I was listening to General Boykin. He was talking to somebody on the radio the other day, and he was saying, well, you can really go back to the Obama administration and thank him for putting a bunch of unqualified people in the positions at the Pentagon who never should have been there in the first place because they don't care for the U.S. to win wars. Mm-hmm. So this, they are so ensconced over there. That, that it's got to be about ideology. It's got to be about politics. It's not about winning war. The Pentagon shouldn't be worried about ideology. They shouldn't be worried about politics. They should be worried about winning wars and making sure where they've been stays secure. We are the last best hope of freedom on the face of the planet, and we just told the entire population that they're not worth freedom. And you just told the entire listening audience here on this show, all across the country and around the world, the way things are. And that's the way it is. Friday, the, uh, what, 20th of August, 2021. I will talk to you on Monday, my friend. Stay well, my friend. All righty. Frank Silvato from the UndergroundUSA.com podcast and uh, USA.com, UndergroundUSA.com website. All right, we're coming back with Patrick Kyle, the Sports Zone guy. 
Get a little sports going here and see what's going on. I'll be right back. As I mentioned in that segment, if you have any wherewithal to give to help the people of Afghanistan, uh, the Nazarene Fund is raising money to use private aircraft and private crews and private security personnel to get in there and get U.S. citizens out and people who helped the United States out during their time in that country. The URL to give is www.thenazarenefund.org. That's T-H-E-N-A-Z-A-R-E-N-E fund.org. You're listening to Underground USA. My name is Frank Salvato. We'll be back in a minute. 